A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Cassie, I'm Mark Quinn, we're private podcast. And you're listening to the All Elite Podcast. Yo, you're listening to All Elite Podcast. Over. And it is the worst podcast ever. We live! This is Brandon Cutler, and you are listening to the All Elite Podcast.
What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the All Elite Podcast right here on the No Holds Barred Network, which is your source for all wrestling podcast content and more. I'm your host's host, as always. I can say that right. Uh, your self-proclaimed greatest host, Kyle Masters, always, well, not always joined today by uh, the wonderful, the indie queen, the uh, heartbreak chick. She she's, has so many nicknames, it, it's so crazy to, to remember them all. But she's not here, she is taking a week off from podcasting, so Tiffany, wishing you well. But, because this fellow podcasting community is so awesome, I managed to bring a couple of my podcast friends with me on today. Number one, you know him right below me down here as, uh, I don't know, Bob? Robert, whatever you want to call him, from the Bob Culture Podcast. What's going on, man? Hey, Kyle. Thanks for having me on uh, what's yet to date be the most handsome episode of the All Elite Podcast. God, it has Real to be. be here. And I'm sending all my love to Tiff right now. We got streamers. There you go, Tiff. <laughs> There's a lot of testosterone on this podcast today. And then yeah. we're also joined by my new best friend. We're the new best friends tag team, just like uh, Chuck and <laughs> Chuck and Chent. Uh, this is uh, Bill. That's him. That's Bill. I, I just call him Bill. Bill Bodkin, editor-in-chief of thepopbreak.com, regular contributor to the Bob Culture Podcast. Uh, dude, I'm I'm ready to get my heifa ass <laughs> and my ratchet self ready to talk about some dynamite. I'm also going to take the scarf off around my you neck. You damn heifa. <laughs> you look like a heifa with that scarf. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, I have a terrible opinion of myself. So, yeah, thanks. thanks oh, for man, me. that was it's, that was something. That was something else. I that was, was one of my favorite things I've seen in wrestling in a very long time. I don't know if I would if you couldn't pay. I, I, I can't I can't put my finger finger on it because I can't I would have never guessed something like that was going to happen out of where where Cody was leading to. Honestly, just from watching all the rumors on Twitter that uh, yesterday, I honestly thought it was going to be Ryback. I'm like, okay, here comes Ryback. Here comes Ryback. Why? But okay, so that's my question: is why the hell would it be Ryback? Like, I don't know. There was like rumors everywhere of people saying, "Oh, Ryback's you know is is sure to be all lead." I'm like, where did this come from? Like, why is he? I didn't really look into it today. I didn't pay attention to those those rumor mills, but uh, apparently Ryback is tied to AEW, and I don't know why he would be. I don't know why they would be interested in a guy like that. Like they, I, I don't know. I just. The roster's too big in my eyes. I I just I can't I can't get behind a Ryback in AEW. I I couldn't. Ah, uh, yeah, that's just uh, that's that's a that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, that's a no for me. If if anyone's if anyone's ratchet ass should get out of here. Speaking of heffas. Oof. Um. But guys, if you're new to the podcast, as you know, this is or as you don't know, this is where myself and Tiff usually talk about everything in the AEW world. If you're returning back and you're a returning fan, thank you for coming back. Thank you for downloading the episode. If you're watching live, if you're watching back, all is appreciated. We got a jam-packed show today, but uh, we got to talk about the big news. Before we get into Dynamite, I think the biggest news of the week in terms of AEW besides Full Gear was the video game announcement, obviously. I mean, we're all... I think we're all still talking about what was released in probably the greatest fashion ever. A bunch of AEW stars dressed as Steve Jobs and giving an Apple-like presentation of their three uh, games uh, uh, soon to be released. Uh, two of them later next year. One of them apparently this winter. I mean, I got confused with Cody's like right now. Then it's, at the end of the commercial, it's like this winter. I'm like, hey, 
what did you mean now or did you mean like now like well, he, five he, weeks he, from he, now now he explained it himself why tony khan didn't put him in charge of video games he doesn't know shit about video games so can't trust him on a release there's date. no shit about release dates then i guess because <laughs> i don't know what's going on with that but really th- three interesting cool games being released a console game a uh i guess and then two phone games i guess one is a, a casino type game and the other one is a general manager game which you know in the podcasting or a video wrestling video game community that's a big thing with wrestling games is is like the gm mode um in terms of like even the WWE games like it was the big feature that everyone kind of looked at as like you know this is your main thing you're, you're supposed to focus on and it's gonna buy or sell your your video game um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this this video game coming out uh, with the console one because I'll put this put the first picture up here on the screen and these are the four images I took from the uh, commercial of the uh, actual not the eight bit video that they joked around about which was hilarious by the way yeah. um, with like Moxley and Jericho like <laughs> kicking like not even each other and <laughs> you couldn't even see the ring but this. Okay, so I would love to see. I would love to see that game. I'm not gonna lie. If they released that for free for the phone, just a little scroller like that, that'd be. It would just be so dopey, but so fun and like on brand. I think for AEW, it'd be an eight, like an eight bit mode, oh, <laughs> like, a, like yeah. a behind a behind mode. Like you know, like you go there's like play now, then there's like eight bit mode. Um, so these are the four images here. Like I need to know what your guys first. I need to know your your first reactions to when you first seen this trailer. So we'll start with. Uh, Bob, like, what did you think when you first seen this trailer? What were your initial reactions? Well, first, if you know me, you know I got to get that shameless plug. I cover the 2K games over on the popbreak.com. <laughs> I got you, Bill, the editor in chief over there. Um, and you know, thank and you. I got you some. I got you some free stuff. You're welcome. Uh, I mean, I was I was gonna be very. I wasn't going to say that, but uh, thank you, 2K, of course, for taking care of us over at the pop break. And, you know, I keep it very real. And I think this is a perfect time right now for AEW to come out with all this stuff after a huge misstep. You know, not knocking anyone here, but 2K20, that game was not ready uh, for WWE. The glitches made for some really fun memes and some really fun Twitter stuff and retweets and all that. But uh, AEW is kind of looking looking to the fans, as they always do in their product, looking to the fans um, who want that GM mode back, as you mentioned, who want, you know, more of that. You know, they even brought it up, which I was surprised to hear the actual words. No mercy in that commercial. Yeah. They want that game, uh, arguably the greatest wrestling game of all time. I remember, um, you know, what was it? Here Comes the Pain. What was it? Shut Your Mouth. All those PS2 games. SmackDown versus Raw. Bro, SmackDown versus Raw first came out, I was like a kid in a toy store like i was so like that that first commercial they had for it with like the tory wilson like a bra and panties and i was like oh my like as a kid at that age i was like sold take my freaking money already that's mine taking it and they had i think i don't remember if it was that game or the game after they had like a buried alive match mode in it too but yeah. the weird looking one where you put them in the coffin and then the dirt falls on top of the coffin <laughs> oh, I, I love the I love those games, though, because – and, again, we see AEW go in that direction, so I'm hoping to see a lot of and, – and, you know, Bill, I'm already, uh, you know, in contact with those involved. Like, I'm going to review it for the site, Yay. and I'm excited for that one. But I want to see more of that, you know, like the creator wrestler modes, the causes we used to call them where we would make the formulas to make guys who weren't in WWE back in the day. Like, you know, AJ Styles' moveset was in the game, but AJ Styles wasn't in WWE. You know, Rey Mysterio just came on the TV, so his entrance was in the game, but like his character wasn't. So I'm excited to see if AEW does that with a lot of like the dark okay. wrestlers. Yeah. Indie talent. 
so excited for this game. The graphics look pretty cool. You know, I already see memes, like, people making fun of it. And they had that huge disclaimer, like, you know, this is not the finished product. This is not the finished product. This is not the finished product. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm feeling, you know, uh, cautiously uh, optimistic on this one. Okay. Bill, what were your first, when you first seen the trailer, your initial reactions right away? I mean, I, I like... Let's let's be realistic about AEW. It's a bunch of nerds who run the, the company. And I mean that in the most positive way. So for me, like Kenny Omega, renowned video game nerd, like you know he's gonna go the extra mile to make this game look great. And the fact he's going no mercy now, I'm not a no mercy guy, I never played no mercy. Excuse me. I was a WrestleMania two thousand guy, which by the way was the start of any video game or cartoon character you create of me is eerily looks exactly like <laughs> me. It's a lot of the face and the cartoon looks, you know, I'm, I'm a walking cartoon character. What can I tell you? Yeah, I'm on Rob's wall. I mean, literally deadly accurate. I, I my brother, Lo and I are at play MLB, the show 20. And, uh, I'm on the only guy in the Yankees history who has facial hair. But when you see a, like a, a faraway picture of me, it's just like a blob of gray. <laughs> this is what I have. It's pale and gray. This is what happens when you're me. But regardless, um, I do love some of the memes. You know, Jericho had that. Oh, my I'm God. 50, Jericho's one. The, 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 the best. 50 where he, put, where he pulls yeah. down the jean <laughs> pant loop a little bit. And someone just they put the the video game character over that i was just like <laughs> if that was me and i was jericho i would retweet that it'd be like touche to whoever put this out he You're should brilliant. make it his dm that should be his like or his his display pic that should be his picture <laughs> oh i mean that should also he should also make a t-shirt of it and make oh it like, man like, you know that's got to be if it, if it got popular enough they would because literally anything that's popular design wise on aw twitter becomes a t-shirt eventually yeah, like our our um, girl Maria, who designs a lot of the designs, she actually just made the new Hybrid Two T-shirt that that they just oh, released. Really? So uh, that was pretty cool to see that. Uh, I know a lot of her designs always get featured. And the end of BTE, she created that with the two young bucks talking in cartoon form. Did she do, did she did all the um, the BTE stories or animation? I think so. I know she did like the the whole ending, like where it's like you know like hey uh, yeah that she created that. So she she made that, and Matt and Nick sent the voice clips over to her so she, they could put it together. So uh, and she lives in Denmark, so like she, it's it's crazy that you know it, how far away she is when she does all that. And when she watches like pay per views, it's it's like a crazy time when she's watching from over there to like when AW is live. So but she watches everything live, so she's amazing. Uh, we interviewed her on the podcast. She's a good friend of ours. She's done a lot for us. So like Maria, I know you're you're probably most likely going to be listening. Like shoutouts to you. Uh, your designs are probably the craziest and awesome, most, I can't even speak, the the greatest designs I've ever seen. They're awesome. She's put, he, he was putting you over big time. Uh, but I think, like, I loved, you know, the Jericho, like, I like the whole, I think the move that got me was when Kenny ducks the Judas effect and on his knee and slides around him. Oh, I was yeah, like, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, that, now that might just be a cinematic, but I'm like, oh, that's that's something because that's very realistic to the game. But I think what really sold me was we had the Sheeta Kenny uh, confrontation in the ring, and just seeing how good Sheeta looked as a character and seeing her with the knee strike and how cool that looked. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I can get behind this. This is going to be very cool. And uh, yeah, I'm and knowing AEW, knowing their attention, their love of history. 
of pro wrestling. They're not ones to um, shy away from talking about WWE or mm-hmm. NWA, WCW, whatever. Impact. Don Callis Impact. on full gear. Impact. Oh, God, <laughs> I pop so hard for that. Listen, I'm 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 a, I'm a big uh, network fan from ECW, so I could uh, I could definitely get down with uh, with OF, a Winnipegger. Yeah. Um, but it's just like I'm so excited to see what they're going to bring to this because you're also going to get like you have Matt Hardy. Are we going to see some sort of ultimate deletion Hardy compound match? Oh, Are we going to see a bunkhouse brawl? Which we'll <laughs> talk about that. And by the way, you know what character I'm looking forward to playing? goddamn bunkhouse butch butcher man <laughs> he's my favorite i can't wait to see him and uh in video game character like i'm hyped for that game as for the other games like gm mode sounds super cool the casino game i, I don't like spending money on yeah. apps or games so a lot of so, people like, were confused i the like the commercial game. though because yeah. uh some of rob's buddies uh casey navarro the blessed one he was uh, he was there and a few other guys from uh the Northeast, as Tash would say. Although last time I talked with you guys, I, I made him sound like he was from Boston. I was like, Dobby Allen. I'm like, he's not in the town, which aired after Dynamite this week. But. Yeah, so a lot of people I know are confused about the uh, casino game, which I'll put up on the screen for you guys. Um, it's basically going to be like a casino-type game that you obviously you use real money to pay to play the casino-type games, but how they got around the gambling thing around that they uh the the prizes will be aw merchandise which is uh interesting if, if you're if you're a big merchandise guy and you're all for the merch and, and any kind of aw type prizes I, I imagine that it'll be more than just merchandise maybe you win maybe like if you win like a grand prize in a tournament you know you win tickets to like a pay-per-view maybe or something like that rob, uh, rob do you okay i'm gonna this is gonna be a very hyper local thing rob, i'm gonna ask rob about do you remember the game changer app that uh- that yeah. skate surf was trying to do which game changer wrestling basically came from yes yeah, so i was just gonna go there yeah mm-hmm. so there was this so game changer wrestling real quick total sidebar tangent <laughs> if you ever know me this is what i do for a living it sounds tangent. familiar it sounds familiar so they had an app it was made by a concert promoter uh i'm not gonna name him because he doesn't deserve it um is um he you know it rob you've dealt with him you know i've dealt with him too and he had this app called Game Changer, and it was like basically they did app games, and you would get prizes if you're playing at a concert. So it was like, hey, you want a free T-shirt? Hey, you want a free meet and greet? It, greet if you did stuff with like uh, T Mills or uh, Bayside, those and um, Census Fail. So this reminds me of that. The, the thing was called Game Changer. They then had a thing called Game Changer World. They then had a wrestling promotion there called game changer championship wrestling, <laughs> or game changer wrestling which we all know now as the star making gcw and tiff did say on the chat that uh your friend did do the uh toy the uh being the elite toy story animation and that's she's right. pretty yeah. great that's right um so yeah they, i mean three great games the casino games very interesting to me i'm a big casino guy like I, I'm loving all those. I love playing those casino games. So that interests me. The other one is is the GM one really interests me. Like so, the elite general manager there is on the screen for you guys. Just a little preview that they put out. I mean, from what I see in that commercial, the way it, it your booking decisions actually actually affect the match outcomes and like the way you book matches. It, and I think from what I gather, you you actually get to book storylines with the actual people as well. So. This game, I think, is going to be very hardcore. Like, I can see this game being very, very good if they do it right. But, I mean, 
it, it's Aubrey though. Yeah. So Aubrey, I mean, she's when a, I say though, yeah. <laughs> when I say though, I didn't mean that in a negative way. No, she comes a... from that. A lot of people don't realize she comes from that video game world and man. And then like, she's definitely going to make that something awesome. And me, you know, as me, someone who may or may not still do, you know, fantasy wrestling booking since he's done it since senior year of high school with the same wrestling organization named BWO, uh, that no one's ever going to see, but me, <laughs> um, it's going to be pretty rad. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think it'd be pretty cool. I'm pumped for all three. They look, they look so good. Again, my initial thoughts for the console graphics, though, I did for a slight. I'm gonna say maybe for like 10 to 15 seconds before I remember the beginning of the trailer said that this is not, you know, complete footage. Like, you know, we could be elaborating on these games, whether it be graphics or gameplay. My first 15 second thought after that trailer was, oh my god, this kind of looks like a crappy WWE All-Stars or like the, that that recent 2K game they just released that's really bad. Not Battle 2K20, Battle. but uh, the one after that. Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. So I'm like, oh, I hope it's look, not. But that didn't look, that didn't look, I, you know what, I, you know, I don't defend WWE too much, but I thought Battlegrounds looked, like even, I know the characters were, it's, I think it's like the fists are really big in the AEW game. That's why the fists and the muscles, like Kenny is just like, he's like, you know steroid to the max lex luger 1990 in that one i just like, he's if just they're like, gonna jesus dude yeah, if they're gonna, gonna aim explode. if they're gonna aim towards and target the, the the main what a video game person wants the main people that are buying this game like the the streamers the the hardcore players arcade style is not the number one thing that they're looking for i don't think i think it would be you know like like awesome gameplay a, yeah. a, a really strong a different future starts with you that's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Story mode or GM mode in the game. And like a community creations where you can share your creations with like the, the wrestling game community. So I think those three yeah. things I hope they're looking at including in this game. So we'll see what happens. But I have faith. They have the developer and director of No Mercy, which literally is still your got to be in your top three video games, wrestling video games of all time. Um, and that def, and that Def Jam fighting yeah, game, which was yeah. huge in the early 2000s. But that was everywhere. And Kenny's a lot, you know, Kenny has a lot of Mortal Kombat background. So I imagine he's going to take a lot of stuff from the Mortal Kombat game and probably, you know, kind of put some into this game. Cause to me, when I first saw the trailer after I'm like, okay, so Kenny Mortal Kombat, I'm kind of getting that Mortal Kombat kind of yeah. feel from that trailer. So unless there's going to be like a Mortal Kombat type mode in the game where it's like Mortal I Kombat like tournament. I like yeah. No, I was just like, no one should die in these games. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> But you know what? Like, like I don't want to see Marco stunts. No, but like, there's a Mortal Kombat (laughs) game, a Mortal Kombat game mode within the game that you know maybe Kenny in that game mode does is like one winged angel from like the ceiling or from like the the sky. You know what I mean? And comes back down. Oh, you know what I just thought of? If you have a stadium stampede mode. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that'd be sweet. I I I'd buy the game in two seconds. I'd line up at midnight for that. Um. Also. Um. Man, I hope WWE takes a, a cue from that and like really taps into, you know, since they, you know, that whole Twitch thing, um, taps Yikes. into people like Xavier Woods and Adam Cole and and yeah. a lot of 
like like uh, Paige Gamer. and yeah. Jessamyn Duke and start tapping into their talent and being like, what should we be doing with video games? Because these are very smart people, especially Xavier Woods. I mean, get him on G, get him on uh, was it G four that's coming back? Like, get him on G four. He'd, he'd be great. And um, I probably got the name wrong, but <laughs> G three is also a, a virtuoso uh, guitar playing uh, tour mm-hmm. that Joe Satriani and Steve Vai started the 90s so that's another tangent but anyway uh like yeah tap into xavier woods and and aj styles and people who play games constantly and like make your game better especially since rob as you said uh that last 2k game was such a flop uh it's historically bad yeah which is why they made this new one um you know like i said in the article on the com. you know they took a step back got you bro uh they took a step backwards you know making it this arcade style so they embraced that you know it's not necessarily what us fans wanted um but you know like i said this is the time for all elite to capitalize and give us that game that we want and you know those callbacks to those old games with the gm modes um with the no mercy type gameplay and i like what you're saying kyle about a possible mortal Kombat mode that sounds phenomenal Dude, that would be amazing. Like you, like you do, like the Mortal Kombat style tournament in the game mode, and you, you know that's where the craziness would come out. Like maybe that's where you're fighting intergender. That's where you're you're doing these crazy, like godlike type moves. Maybe like your finisher is just absolutely nuts. Maybe the Judas effect, like you know, knocks like your face into like a different direction, or you know, something crazy. You know, like have fun with it. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm excited. The game is is sure to be something crazy and something great. Um, I can't wait for it to come out again. I am all for the casino game. I'm the big casino guy, so that that interests me. And even the general manager game, like I'm, my, I'm gonna have to like free up space on my phone and, and have these two games like running all day. Maybe get like a, a battery pack because as soon as these games come out, I'm gonna be like glued to my phone, uh, hardcore. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll feature something with the channel when they do come out. But anyways, um, let's talk about dynamite. Gotta talk about dynamite because uh, this episode was very. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> there was uh, a lot happening on this dynamite, and number one, I want to talk about is what you guys think of the new intro. I thought the new intro was pretty sweet, and on the same theme song, kind of uh, remastered a little bit. But uh, with the new, uh, I guess the, the the new they they taped all those uh, little skits in front of all those lights, and that's like your new intro. I, I thought it was clean. It was bang on, and I, it looked good. It's almost like they they did like a uh, derby like. <laughs> um, What's it called? Like their new season, you know when they have well, like the the, the it's season. It's kind of premiere. what they're doing. Yeah, uh, which is weird because I was listening to Unrestricted today, the podcast series, and they're like, "Welcome to season two of Unrestricted," even though they've never stopped. Um, it's like we entered a second season uh, of Dynamite, and it, which is weird because why didn't we debut this on the like, anniversary show? Yeah. On the, yeah, yeah, or like after the anniversary show. Um, I think that's because we're entering. If you you know read. Uh, Tony Khan's tweets and stuff like that. I think we're entering a new phase of AEW. Yeah, he was uh, hardcore like, about this episode this week. Like he was, yeah, he we'll came out mid mid show during the commercial breaks and everyone, please stay. I know there's a storm happening, but please stay. We have like a crazy surprise for the end. Like don't go anywhere. Like he went nuts with this episode this oh, week. Wow. Yeah, he he did, and and I think you know I mentioned on on the Bob Culture podcast available on all. Major podcasts and platforms. Can't say I've heard um, of having us back anymore. Can't can't say Rob, I've heard of that. Rob, you know, I was I've been a salesman long before I met you, brother. Um so that 
we went through kind of a rough, weird transition period, you know, coming out, you know, getting everyone back, you know, from restrictions and quarantine, even though we'll, we'll see how that plays out in the United States right now. Um, that we got to this, we're getting to this part where it's just like the Bucks and Kenny look primed to be at the top where we kind of had them, you know, everyone was kind of complaining, why aren't the Bucks winning the belts? Why is it Kenny? Like, why is he doing more? I think we're going into a new phase with AEW. Yeah. So yeah. it makes sense that we're going to get a whole new, brand new graphics, brand new colors, brand new look, even though I never thought the old stuff should have been changed. But, you know, sometimes you need it. And we are really, if you look at AEW Dynamite episode one to episode today, because I'm a journalist, I don't do numbers, <laughs> is um, it's a lot different. Yeah. We're, in a, we're in a crazy different time and era right now in AEW. And it's time to, you know, freshen things up. I'm surprised they didn't even change the theme song up. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the presentation of all all around. And, and like, even, like, the, the lower thirds. Like, it was very subtle, it was, but very clean. And it was really well done. Mm-hmm. It was, And no one hammered it home. No one was like, look at this. Like, yeah. we know other companies will do. It, I just think it was it was really well done. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. But well, I'm also a nerd for AEW. I liked all of the new graphics. They look, they look nice. And I... I... I freaking played on it. Like I loved it so much. I, I played it to our layout today. Like I, <laughs> I'm going with this layout because I, I just love the way they did it. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like dynamite it has been, you know, different even since the beginning of COVID to now they've had to adapt so much being a brand new company who was at the time when COVID hit barely like five months into their regular TV program. So it was definitely interesting to see, how this company has grown in the year that it has. And now we're starting kind of fresh. And like you said, like Kenny and, and the bucks are on route to being, you know, at the top of the company, um, which now we have a date, December 2nd, that dynamite is My going birthday. to be the, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's sweet. Uh, that's, that's shaping to be the, the dynamite or, or that is going to be the dynamite episode that uh, Moxley and uh, Kenny Omega do, uh, go at it for the AW belt. So, I mean, I don't know. I, ha- I have to sit here and think, like, is that going to be the dynamite that they, they finally, like, does, does Moxley drop the belt? Or do they have something else up their sleeves that, you know, maybe we're not seeing right away? Or are, I, they, are they just going to, you know, pull the trigger and be like, hey, we're going to have, like, an unreal 30-minute match on dynamite, and Kenny's going to win it at the end, and he's going to have, like, a stare down with Hangman. Hangman's going to come out and, you know, stare him down, and that's going to start that feud. Rob, do you want to take this one? Because I have uh, many theories and thoughts. Yeah, I'll, ju- I'll jump in if that's cool. Yeah, uh, I think it's interesting. I do think uh, December 2nd, happy upcoming birthday, Bill. I think that, you know, obviously is, you know, when the match is going to be. But I think that, you know, a lot of fans are saying that that is going to be the title change. That is where Mox is dethroned. And and I think it's appropriate. A lot of people say, well, why don't you wait till the next pay-per-view? Why don't we stretch it? And, and I'm okay. I like when things are a little bit more organic where we don't, Go for the long builds. You know, obviously their pay-per-views are spaced a little bit more greater than what we're used to in other companies. And for all the right reasons, I, I really appreciate that. But uh, I think they're trying to make that move right now. You know, they've, they've made little moves right now. You guys uh, alluded to the new season, the new, uh, not rebrand, but like kind of like the new attitude uh, feeling, even with the opening, even with Tony Khan saying, hey, like, check it out tonight. They're, I think they're making moves, and I think December 2nd kind of solidifies that move the big title change on the program 
you know, let's get all the commercials out of the way early so we can watch that match straight through. Um, you know, on this particular episode, I, I thought there was a great uh, match to close the show. I really enjoy I mean, that's my style right there. I really enjoyed the storytelling. And I think, you know, the commercial took away from that a little bit. So uh, do it the right way. Uh, I think I'm okay with this move. It doesn't always have to be on a pay-per-view, but let's make sure the commercial's not in the middle of it. Let's yeah. have that storytelling. Let's have that title change. I know Omega's your guy. It's no secret uh, here, Kyle. Like that's your dude. Um, so I'll be ha- I'll be happy to see it. You know, he's got the new entrance, the new attitude. Uh, it's on brand with everything that AEW is doing right now. I'd be surprised if there was not a title change on December second. Yeah, he said he's coming. Like he said in that in that interview in the parking lot on Dynamite yesterday, that you know, it's like, oh, everyone's talking, everyone wants to see the cleaner, wants to see that side of me, my new Japan out me. He's like, don't worry, it's coming. So he's. You know, he's even teasing it now on live TV rather than his Instagram account. So, uh, got here with Bill. Bill, what do you what do you think about this? Uh, well, first off, I'd like to thank AEW for putting the biggest dynamite of all time on my birthday. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> I also exactly what they're think thinking. Uh, I mean, listen, guys, they know long suffering uh, human being. So, hey, let's give me a little <laughs> brightness in 2020. Uh, but no, I I what I loved about that segment with Kenny was the fact he was like. And Rob, you said, you know, not a long build, but in fact, it is a long build because of the what Kenny said on Dynamite was, by the way, when I do that, my finger disappears in this part of the closet, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, is is that he's like, oh, John Moxley and I are, oh, no, we've never we've never had a match before. There's no record of it being on anywhere because that was a lights out match between him and Moxley at the at full gear. So I like the fact we, we've played into this, that Kenny's never forgotten that match and that now it's on his terms. It's not violence for the sake of violence, as Dusty Rhodes would say. It is going to be a wrestling match. And um, I'll credit guys from Fightful for this, that a lot of people think, and their theory too is, that it's going to be, this is, we're going to see Mox disappear from television for a while. Why is Moxley going to disappear from television a while? Well, he's got a quarantine. Uh, so he can go to Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, that's right. Uh, so, because he's going to fight Kenta for the U.S. title. Um, now, would I love to see that title feud, you know, kind of spill over into some AEW stuff? Of course I would, because, you know, hey, man, that's what I, <laughs> that's all I got, you know, during workday, just thinking about AEW stuff. Um, but I'm really, I think this is where you take it off Kenny. And I think we can have Moxley challenge. You know, there's enough time for Moxley to build up enough wins. Remember, God, he's got like an undefeated record in 2020 for him to come back, for him to win a number of matches. I can even see him beating Hangman or someone else to get to that number one position, challenge at full gear. Maybe we get a cage match and Mm. let's go from there. That'd be cool. We, you know, we do one cage match a year. That'd be, that'd be, that would be a great time to do it. So, and then have him lose, have Moxley lose. And ultimately, that's where my Moxley Eddie Kingston tag team is going to come up. You know, <laughs> a Moxley gonna... and Eddie Kingston tag team. <laughs> when, 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 and if the day comes that John Moxley and or Eddie Kingston comes out to aid the other while they're getting beat down, people will lose their minds in joy. I'm telling you, that will be a hot, hot feud. Oh, hot team, I should say, and a hot angle. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I just hey, lost it's my all good. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy thing. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around Eddie and Moxley together. That would be dope. Hey, I could see just, them like going just ripping through teams. Well, because like if I remember, like I remember compared like the the uh, I Quit match 
was going to be like, you know, Ric Flair and Terry Funk. And if you watch the end of that match from New York Knockout at Clash of Champions, um, Terry Funk is beaten up by his stablemates because he lost at the behest of Gary Hart. And Ric Flair came back out to help him. The crowd went yeah. berserk. And I, it, like you have a history with Eddie and John, like not like I know them personally. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it just like Kingston, hey, my boys. Yeah, you know. I mean, you know, Eddie's from like roughly where my family came from. And it's like them having this background and this history together, and there was like a real respect between those two to have them come together at some point. Man, I'd love to say that for a live crowd because I think people would just go bananas for it. Because I think Eddie, the Eddie Kingston face turn is six months away because he's such a good heel that people are ready to cheer for him. Okay. He's going to have the Pac feud first, which we'll get to jump the gun as I always do. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty sweet. Well, I mean, that was the big surprise. I also thought the grill is a destiny. We're going to come out of the page. Yeah, I was going to say so, that you know. our uh, that prediction was out there, but it didn't happen. They kind of just, <laughs> I guess he, he's all right. I guess Matt's okay because he's they're facing uh, Top Gun next week, and it, that's top probably going to be an entire top flight. Uh, top I, Gun was a team with Paul Diamond <laughs> and Derek Dukes in the AWA. Yes, sorry, Top Flight. That's going to be an insane match, and if Matt was truly injured, I highly doubt he'd be able to wrestle right now, and they would have just carried them as, like, a non-wrestling champion tag team and, you know, be more heelish and not wrestle at all and just let until Matt's injury kind of heals up. But they're they're jumping right into it next week, so I guess maybe he is just, you know, he's just he's he's selling the hell out of this quote-unquote ankle injury because he, he was limping again this week. Like, when, they, when he came out and did that Marvez interview, he was still limping. I mean, I'm glad they didn't do it this week for me because it's just like, I think Top Flight, you know, one of the brothers is Airwolf, who if you've watched a MLW or AAW out of Chicago, Airwolf's, he's really good. And his younger brother, uh, Angel Dorado, uh, I, I, I don't remember their real names, but like I know their mask names. He's only 19, so. Oh, wow. Young Bucks, are, they need to be a lot healthier than coming out of that match with FTR, which was fantastic and brutal. Uh, so I think Matt is still nicked up. I think that knee's going to be, uh, that's going to be the new back for him. Oh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, but I think them in top flight and if AEW is officially signed top flight, smart move. Yeah, I believe they have. And they're, they're real brother. Again, they're another team that are actual legit brothers. So this is basically the old bucks against the young, the new young bucks. So this could be, baby, I, I wonder if it's going to be a passing of the torch almost not exactly, but I know the young bucks still have a lot to go, but this could be a little like, you know, pat in the back saying, you know, we, you guys could be us. We could, we have this much faith in you. Like we're well, going to put I mean, you, we're going to put you over. Tiff, Tiff would say, you know, cause you can't go on AEW podcast without talking about private party. <laughs> um, it, so Tiff, this one's, this one's for you. Um, it's basically this is going to be like a private party moment. Okay, for yeah, like top the one flight. last year. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I don't think the top flight's going to win, but I think it's going to be a hell of a match, and they're going to you know not every not every team has to win to be put over basically. So I think like top flight won't win, but it'll be big time for them. So that was a big. The, we were just saying like the 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 with the Eddie Kingston and Pac. So the big surprise was Pac. I think I I kind of I think everyone kind of knew that that was gonna be Pac uh, at that point. Um, and just the way they 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 put 
Penta and Phoenix in the main event, and they had Eddie Kingston come out. Man, okay, this this has to be Pac. There's no other like what what are they doing here in this main event that's gonna end the show off? Create like insane, and, and obviously Pac coming back is big. I was shocked, and I was I was honestly excited to see that, and he went right after Eddie. Like these two are are, are butting heads, and. Not anytime soon because next week he's facing Blade, which is part of Eddie Kingston's, you know, family. But you saw what Kingston did. He's trying to split, for whatever reason, trying to split up the 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 Lucha Brothers, like saying like Penta's his best friend, and you saw he kicked Phoenix out of the ring. He's like, you know, screw that guy. Like, or, you know, kicked him out like he was like the yeah, dirt underneath the carpet. Like, you know, like, get get the hell out of here. <laughs> You know, don't worry about him. Like he's nothing. Like he's nothing. You're you're the guy. And it's like, okay, what's his what's his game? What's what's he getting at here? Yeah, I I think he hit it right on the head. Like I loved the main event. Like I could just talk about the match in itself. Like yeah, like Pat coming back. You know that that was great. Um, we all kind of saw the writing on the wall. I did enjoy like the promo a few weeks ago where he's just like. Um, it was actually last week. Every every like that, but it does feel like ten years ago when that that video <laughs> happened. Yeah, but uh, he's in confinement or whatever, and he has all like the multiple personalities of himself walking around. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. This is kind of fresh. Uh, I like where they're going with that. But the match in itself, like that's my type of match. Uh, but again, you know, you have Kingston come out, little promo because let's face it, he could cut a promo anywhere, anytime, and it could be the best thing ever. Jumps on commentary, but I'm still wondering to myself. So he kind of made this match, and and why? Because they just fought, and like. It, it, again, it's an incomplete thought, which I see a lot of in AEW, and I'm not knocking it because it's my favorite of all the programs on right now. But there's a lot of like incomplete thoughts, I think, and, and like not all the way storytelling. Like even in other companies, when there's bad storytelling, um, you know, they go all the way with it. Yeah, they kind of just yeah, they kind of just don't give it up. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> okay, they're having a rematch because their other match was so good, and that's why they're having the rematch, and you're gonna slot it into the main event. <laughs> like it's just like. But, but storyline wise, yeah. right? And that makes on paper, it's like, yeah, great match. But storyline wise, I was scratching my head just a little bit. You yeah. know, I always try to like fill in the, no, I fill in the blanks. Saying, yeah. Um, you know, we we talked about this on the last podcast with something else. Uh, with, again, it was Kingston and, and Moxie's promo. Again, I'm just I like I'm missing little pieces. But it's because his promo is so good. I think they use that to be like, you know, Eddie, go do your thing, make this work. And he's so good. But I think like all the pieces need to be there. That being said, the match in itself. Phoenix and Penta, I loved the match. Like I thought it was great. I, when he when he started ripping his mask, I was oh, like, man. oh really? What the hell? That's you like... guys haven't watched a lot of Lucha Libre then, man. I, I got I, I can see that because there that was a big, big run where Oh God, it's such a huge thing. Okay. I thought it was As like Kingston said, this ain't Mexico, <laughs> this is Jacksonville, baby. Uh but yeah, I've watched a lot of AAA. Uh, there was a time like five years ago because I found out th- uh, about more about AAA through Lucha Underground. I was a big Lucha Underground fan. And um, I started watching AAA on YouTube every Saturday night because um, being unemployed and a stay-at-home dad, you know, you got to figure out something to drink <laughs> to. And um, so, yeah, I would watch it. And, like, dude, like every main event is like, let's rip the mask, you know, and then the guys bleed in and all stuff. And so originally I was like, man, what would be some crazy shit that could happen right now? And, I, I you know, because – like I said, hate my job, but I have to think of something, is, um, I don't care if my job sees this, is, uh, you know, Psycho, I was thinking, like, oh, maybe someone from AAA is going to come out. You know, AAA, as they say, in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe that will happen. I'm like, okay, that's, you know, I, you know, as cool as it would be for me, 
that's not going to happen. But yeah, the the mask ripping is like a, a a thing, and like we've seen that in AEW before. Remember FTR? Uh, they pulled up uh, was Pentagon's mask. Oh, okay. That's how they end up uh, pulling a win. Mask ripping is a huge sign of disrespect. It's a big, it's a big heat moment. It's just like when the, when the heel does it, the the crowd goes bonkers, but when the face does it back, that's the big revenge moment. So yeah, it's definitely a big thing in in Lucha Libre tradition, at least of the last 20 years. So weird. I was just like, Oh, this is awkward as fuck. Like I was just, what is happening? A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Like, this is just another Lucha Libre match to me. But the, but the fact that they're brothers, like, yeah, like, I totally get, like, the, the disrespect. Like, please, even the announcers went into it. Like, we all know that, like, that disrespect. We know that storytelling. Like, yes, Eddie went into it. The commentary went into it. But, like, we know that. But that was his brother, you know, tag team partner. And that, you know, just seeing that, I was like, okay. And even just the, the as much of the face being revealed as they did, you know, that's always very interesting to me. You know, like, anytime you'll see, you know, it happens with Mysterio. In fact, I think Jericho did it at one point to Mysterio. Like, you know, the hands over the face, you know. I think so you saw I, Penta more. I think Penta's face was more I exposed. Was, <laughs> I was literally just getting to that, man. And I thought that was, co- like, really cool. Like, I was really invested in the storytelling of the match. Uh, not to mention that the match itself, like that's my kind of match. Fast paced, crazy moves. The um, what was it like on the apron? The package pile driver that was oh, insane. Man. Classic, classic uh, Pentagon man. Tope was it Tope Conhilo with the corkscrew yeah. over the top? He does that, that so w- clean. That's a tornado. <laughs> yeah, that's a tornado. Uh, that was insane. Like a thing of beauty, picture perfect. So like I, I, I didn't even want to see it in slow motion because it was so good. Uh, so I love the match and I love the storytelling with the mask and that in itself was really good way to end the show because of the caliber of the match, all the stuff afterwards. And again, like, again, like that incomplete thought, it's like, oh, he's back. And you know, like you bring it back to that death triangle, that very short lived faction. They love their factions. But then again, it's like, oh, he's just back surprised. By the way, Tony Khan just scheduled a match with him for next week. It was like, hold on. Like, you know what I mean? Listen, Tony Khan is he's a reactionary guy. He thinks on his feet, man. He's like, you know what we got to do next week? I got to. He's boosting himself. Know, right? and he can book a spot. He can book a match in five seconds. That's, that's his Listen, thing. So, <laughs> so can I. So can I. Slug. Tony Khan, where are you? Book, hire me. You know, um, <laughs> but uh, I see I what I there is a there's a moment in that where he's kicking Phoenix out of the ring, you see Pentagon react to it. So it's like, oh, so Pentagon, like there's always been that Pentagon Phoenix rivalry, like going back to Lucha Underground, going into AAA, going all over the place. These guys have fought each other all over. That was the hot match Pentagon and Phoenix when Lucha Underground was starting. Um, And around the Indies, around America, I know AAW booked it and other places booked it too. PWG had some stuff with them where I've seen that package pile driver on the apron, not only from Pentagon, but from uh, Kevin Owens back in the day. And um, when Kevin Owens can go to AEW will be just the great oh, moment. You have no idea. Uh, I'm a massive Kevin Owens fan too. Well, you're from Canada. It's literally your job. <laughs> and I'm, friend, I'm half French Canadian, so like it's oh oh it's a, it's a oh boy, hand in hand. I, I remember seeing I remember seeing him and Sammy in their well, not Sammy, a guy who oh, remembers yeah, the episode of Raw. I remember that. No, 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 no. Okay. El Generico, who resembles Sammy Zayn. I remember seeing them in Rahway, New Jersey, for Jersey All Pro Wrestling. 
them and a whole bunch of other Canadian guys from IWS came down. That was a lot of fun. Kevin Steen, um, right? Yeah, but yeah. No, these guys have fought each other before, and so Pentagon and Phoenix, so the rivalry is already there, but that's still his brother, and I think he showed that. So it's like, oh, is this a little shade of, hey, yeah, like I can be pissed at my brother, but you can't. I can treat my brother poorly. You can't, though. I don't care if you're my best friend. You can't treat my brother that way. And I'm wondering if we're going to get that where it's going to be a death triangle is going to reform, which I was so the name, but like the, the, the faction a plus triangle um, de la muerte sounds a lot better. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what they call it. But, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But it's, but you know, so if we're going to get an Eddie Kingston, butcher and blade versus death triangle feud, Hey man, I'm good. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm I'm for that. I'm I'm all for and that. Pac is super under. I think Pac is still super underrated, even in AEW. He's had one of my favorite singles matches with him and Kenny Omega in the Iron Man match. Yeah. Excuse me. Same, same. But uh, we gotta talk about this though. Um, I really want to talk about the, the next two things here. These are big. So one, well, I kind of want to save the funnier one for the end. We'll talk yeah. about this this one first, and I guess they're both kind of funny in a way. So. I was curious to see what was going down. If MJF was actually going to join the inner circle, is this just shenanigans? Was he just going to say, "Yeah, I don't, I don't really actually want to join. I just want to beat you," or something like that? I was, I had so many theories going into that, you know, induction. Um, you still seen like Santana was on board, Jericho was on board, Ortiz and and, and Hager weren't were having it, and and Sammy got tricked <laughs> she was at the beach the whole mjf and email thing was hilarious um but now i guess they're they're going ahead and continuing this for a while now this looks like it's going to be dragged on and i don't I, I think the end game is going to be jericho or, or uh, mjf i don't think jericho wants to implode obviously he doesn't want to he hates when he implodes big factions um, I think he, it's MJF, Ugh, you know, I can't even put, I can't even put my hands on it. I can't, I can't see the end game here. I, I need to know what you guys are thinking the end game is here after watching what we saw this week. Let's, let's say, let's say this. All right. Um, I, I think we all know, you know, where this is going, but we know that, you know, we don't know how long this is going to play out. Uh, think about it. We have the inner circle. We have MJF. We have Jericho and MGF in Vegas. I'm seeing another musical number. I don't know about you guys. They're going to use uh, that casino yes. play where they, where they did the commercial for the casino game. I guarantee you it's the same environment. They, they taped it all on that one day. And and people on Twitter are, are, are hilarious. I have this graphic here to put up. People are comparing this to The Hangover. And Oh, yeah. Oh, man, well, I got a couple here. One from our, my boy MJF Scarf and the other one from... Uh, a guy named Irish Wrestling Entertainment. So, uh, is that me? Is it? Is I don't know. <laughs> but these are the pictures here. So you have the one drunken picture from The Hangover, where they're at the wedding in their blue suits, and then they crap the heads of Hager, MJF, Jericho, and Santana on there. Then you have the actual original Hangover uh, movie cover with MJF as um, the baby. No, no, Sammy's the baby. Uh -huh. Sammy Guevara's the baby. Uh, Jericho is is uh, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Hager's Bradley Cooper, and then MGF's the other guy, and I always forget his damn name. Um, but then there's another one that's being made. I have it up here as well. The Hangover 4, 
and it has the picture of them all holding their, the, you know, the, the picture of this this thumbnail today. They're all holding their Vegas ticket, and it is a, t- a Tony Khan film, <laughs> the Hangover Four. These graphics are amazing. You guys in the wrestling community are freaking hilarious. I love you guys, and uh, this just, I can't wait because next week I think it's going to be up to that entertainment level. We're going to get another uh, dinner debonair type of. Uh, wrestling type of, uh, I guess, you know, skits, I guess we're going to get. I don't know if, if the, the Diamond Era is like an entertainment skit. Next week, we're definitely going to get some type of hangover type shenanigans. I think they're going to play to the movie. Maybe we get MGF quoting more Drake, whatever he's going to start doing next week. <laughs> but it's going to be entertaining as hell. I can't wait for uh, they, they, they slay. So they're going to slay Las Vegas next week. Bob, that's your that's your that's your favorite word. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm getting it, using it a lot on my uh, my commentary. Oh, you're game. slaying. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of a lot of the puns over here. But you know, this is going to be a lot more entertainment value. This is going to be a lot more segments. A lot of the running fan theories right now is one of the tickets doesn't say Vegas. You know, Sammy's going to be out. You know, in the desert. So, well, I guess Vegas isn't oh, there. But you okay? Know, okay. Yeah. Or he's going to be in coach. It's yeah. It's going to be little things like that. Exactly. Exactly. He's going to be pushed aside. Pushed aside. Uh, we've already seen MJF and uh, Jericho face off. My my good uh, close personal friend here, Chris Jericho, uh, when he was in sync. But I digress. <laughs> shameless, yeah. shameless name Interviewed drop. Interviewed him twice on the PopBreak.com. Hey, check it out. There you go. But anyway, uh, we've seen the match. Like Kyle and I have said in the past, I think the ultimate payoff here is going to be for Wardlow, who's kind of in the background, kind of in the background. I like him and um, almost said Swagger, uh, Hager, looking at each other, you know, mm. when they're up the ramp a couple weeks ago or at the pay-per-view, whatever it was. I think this is going to be a lot of segments. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be that entertainment value. I'm excited for the next musical number in Vegas. I'm excited to see all the funny stuff they do. There probably will be a hangover reference just because of all these memes people are putting out. AW pays attention to that. So I like that stuff. I'm excited for it. And I'm hoping that Wardlow comes out on top because he's low key in the background right now. I, I I just would like to say this to AEW fans who take AEW way too seriously. Yes, it's supposed to be a sp- sports-based alternative, and if you watch the wrestling matches, there it is. Uh, if you want those intense promos, there's plenty of them. But there's also, if you know the people involved in AEW, they also have a penchant for comedy, whether you like it or not. And this is going to be funny. Chris Jericho, to me, has not struck out yet. I think the only segment that didn't work as well for me was that, like, November segment where Soul Train Jones showed up. Like, Virgil <laughs> oh, yeah. showing up was amazing. And then it kind of, like, dragged out a little bit. But How about Mike Tyson? Jer- and that never kind of <laughs> played out to anything. <laughs> I thought that was going to... I thought that was going to like, we were going to see a Tyson. Well, I originally thought it was going to be Tyson and Orange Cassidy versus That would have been such a Sammy WWE thing to do, though. That would have been just not yeah well we'll get into something that like that in a little bit um but i think this is going to be a lot of fun you know and we're just going to fuel the sammy hatred for jared for for everyone and just his alienation and i could see this running all night where we keep checking back in like this is like a far crawl oh they're here now and they're here now they're watching the backstreet boys show (laughs) Hey, listen, it's, you know, I know there's a couple of EVPs who have seen the Backstreet Boys before. Um, but, yeah, why not? It's going to be a lot of fun, and I, I don't know where the end game is. I think I said on the BCP, 
excuse me, that I think it'll be Sammy turning face. I think Wardlow will also break away from the group because those are two guys they're going to be banking on, um, not just to feud with MJF and the inner circle, but like as stars in the company. And eventually down the road, that Chris Jericho face turn is going to come. That Chris Jericho okay. being kicked out of the inner circle because yeah. MJF will somehow talk talk or tease into it. Hager is easily manipulated, I feel like, um, as a character, not a human being. Um, and, you know, he's going to take over the inner circle and Jericho will lose a match to somebody he's not supposed to. Maybe he'll lose a match to, like, Sonny Kiss, for example. You know, like, Chris, you're out. Yeah. And then, or they just beat the shit out of him. Mar- and then Marco like, Stunt gets a victory over Jericho. <laughs> it would probably be Sunny Kiss more than Marco Stunt. Yeah, I'm okay. going to say that. Um, but yeah, or also, Brandon Cutler. Like, <laughs> he gets another one of his wins. <laughs> or he just listens to Peter Avalon, who's now on a bed. Or Peter Avalon gets the win, and he has. He's like, yeah, well, you have three wins, but I beat Chris Jericho. <laughs> exactly. There you go. So. As long as You're Ray welcome, Rosas. AW. There's your story. <laughs> as long as we can get a Ray Rosas payday to hit team with Peter Avalon, that's all I want to say. Tiff, that's a West Coast Indies reference. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like Chris Jericho will eventually get, be out of the inner circle, and then we're going to see this probably limited Jericho face run. And I think that'll be really cool. Because people cheer for him anyway. Oh, God. They, they sing, sing his damn theme song. Yeah, they, they, it's almost like they're letting... They're they're stopping music more and more shorter now and letting the crowd sing more. I find week by week, <laughs> which is great. And you know what? You know, give as the kids would say, give him his flowers. You know, he deserves it. So, like, you know, let's have Chris Jericho have a little face run in AEW. Then do what they did with Ric Flair. I mean, just turn him heel again because it's very easy to turn someone that over face than heel again. So don't be a big show and come out heel and face every other week. <laughs> but it's. Yeah, but it, there's a difference. Like when, when I know, Flair, I know. I'm just when Flair was like WCW. Like he had like when I first started watching, he was actually a face with Sting, and then quickly turned on him. Yeah. But it was like convincing that he turned face because they were facing Terry Funk and Buddha and all these guys. Then they turned on Sting, you know, because of reasons. You know, yeah. I don't want to get into a 1989 NWA WCW discussion podcast. Which I can do at any time. Don't trust me, I can't. I was eight years old, but I can still remember it. Um, but yeah, it's like <laughs> neither of you were born. But yeah, I was born. It, 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 I just wasn't well, coherent. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it could happen. I could see Jericho definitely a little bit of a face turn there, a Lake Sex Gods reunion, maybe for one night only or something like that. I think it'd be cool. Okay. Um, so we gotta talk about this though. Because it was the most the bunkhouse brawl. I'm all okay, that was good. Okay, we can briefly talk about that. It was amazing. Great job. Um, I I enjoyed it. The blood, everything about it was amazing. Like it's, everything was done great. Um, I want to talk about what we experienced with Cody Rhodes and uh, now the newly signed Jade Cargill. Uh, they just announced today. The press apparently, ju- apparently, Judge Jeff Jones, formerly of ECW fame, has all the power on who gets the is now elite graphic. Yeah, we found out today on Unrestricted. <laughs> okay, and I can't believe Judge Jeff Jones of ECW has that much power. But That's, here we go. It's here we insane, are. right? But she's uh, she's all elite, and uh, man, I think she's going to be a, a, a nice, nice addition to this women's roster. 
Uh, I 100% went in and looked her up. I think she's going to do something. I just it's it's weird out of, and out of left field for her to just appear on one night, sign the next day without you. It's just it's, to me, if you're doing that, you know she's going to do something good. Like she's going to be something she can be something played in this division. So to me, that means she was signed a long time ago because she was in that crowd a long time. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. I mean, but there's there's a lot of them out there that are not signed. They're just there because they're getting free TV time. I'm imagining. Well, maybe. Maybe. Like, I mean, they... Supposedly, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of people who were assigned we don't know about. Really? There's developmental talent. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I like I said, there's a lot of time in the day where I need to feel happiness in my life. So listening to interviews and reading stuff that supposedly like Tony Khan came out and said on an interview with uh, Mike Johnson, a PW insider, who I happen to be a contributor of, um, that there are people signed to AEW developmental deals that. Okay. They just have not announced, and he said, "You can sco- I'll scoop you right now." And that's when the Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, Jersey represent, um, and Bob Culture interview represent Anthony Bowens. Um, that's where that got broke. So yeah, there are people who are signed to that AEW developmental deal of some sort, and um, hopefully not Shaq. See- <laughs> well, what she mentioned. No, no, no. I'm just no. I'm just saying. So like, there's people. <laughs> were assigned but like jade cargill they were signed already so okay but but if we're going to talk about that segment man that was weird yeah <laughs> because it's just like let's take this woman who you've seen in the crowd for weeks and months on end because she has a very um distinctive look i mean she's she's tall she's chiseled and has white hair so anyone with white hair in a crowd will stand mm-hmm. out and she's just just like there and i'm just like I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> like, or Brandy and coming out and it, oh, talking like brother, she's you've never brother. heard her talk like before. I'm like, okay, hey, where's this Brandy coming from? It's coming from the heart is where it's coming from. Because people said, she pulled her Stephanie McMahon. And I was like, no way. This felt so realistic as opposed to Stephanie McMahon screeching and yelling. Like, this was Brandy Rhodes is great when she's defending Cody. Because you remember when the Spears thing happened, she cut that promo about her beloved, and that was Cody, and she she cut that really serious, very just somber promo, and it was so effective. She, her coming out, and because let's face it, uh, oh gosh, I completely blanked her name already. Jade, Jade Cargill. Yeah, Jade Cargill. Yeah. She touched the back of his neck, which is a very much a no-no for any man who's mm-hmm. married. No woman's doing that. No way. But like even when she was saying the like, first, they're just like you know what? So suggestive I'm, comments I, were like right out of the bat out of Cargill's mouth, and she's like, I don't yeah. know what can you do for me, and I'm like, oh, what the hell is going on? Exactly, and, and so Brandy comes out, and you know, Cody always refers to himself as well. Daddy eats first, or Daddy did this was while you while he was away. Well, you know who always trumps Dad? Mom always trumps Dad, and Mom came out and she laid the shit down. This was the law. Oh, yeah, I'm this just saying the TSN not... people were late on the bleep button a couple so of times. So were the TNT yeah. people were too. Because Brandy cut what I thought was a really, really impassioned, realistic, pissed off wife promo. And I was just like, I was just like, I don't need this Brandy Rhodes every week. But every once in a while, that's the Brandy Rhodes I want to see because she killed it for me. Yep. Besides being hilarious at times, it felt organic it felt real so the nightmare are the nightmare family turning mafia just let me let me let me paint you the picture here 
Um, what Cody's been dressing like lately. Um, what the hell Arn Anderson wore at full gear. That was like complete Tony Soprano, like uh, mafia gear type outfit. Like the full Adidas suit, Adidas shoes, the little zip down, the hair flowing, the gold chain. I'm like, okay, our, our Nightmare Family turned to Mafia. What is going on here? Are we getting the Mafia type of Nightmare Family? Like you got... The he got basically the bruisers in Dustin and, and QT going out there beating the shit out of people with, with anything that looks like a weapon. Like it, I'm just going, what what's going on with the Nightmare Family? Something's like I think something's happening. <laughs> they're they're just all of a sudden been turned up in this last week. Yeah, like Arn's always worn the Mike Ditka outfit up until this point. <laughs> Why did that I mean, go away? Well, because Billy Gunn joined. Billy Gunn told him to wear track pants. <laughs> yeah, wear the go buy yourself like, some Adidas. Oh, they're comfy. They're super comfy. <laughs> he was Adidas on, from man. head to toe. <laughs> Billy Gunn. <laughs> but I, I like I, I the nightmare family thing makes zero sense to me. I, I just don't even understand what the hell it is. Because it's like it's my faction, but it's not my faction. It's my team, but it's not my team. But just go full mafia. I'll be all for that. I'll buy a shirt. I, mean, he I don't is, care. I mean, he it basically is the mafia at this point. It basically is. I mean, Austin Gunn's in there, so I mean, come on. <laughs> if, Rob's like, I don't know who any of these people are besides if, Billy Gunn. If you th- if you think about it, though, the Nightmare Family, they only really all came out together like once, like all together. You know, yeah. they're all scattered through dark, AEW Dark or having their different things. Like they're connected by basically the name, the Nightmare Family, and and that's about it. You know, we don't know why certain people have come into it. Like, I, I like the faction. I like a lot of people in it. I think some of the picks for it are home runs. But, I, you know, we don't see this as a – you know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you see this – you don't see them as a cohesive unit, not to anyone's fault. They just haven't been used in that capacity. And uh, I just wanted to t- touch on the Jade thing, if I may, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm never a huge fan of like when the like like obviously I get why they do it to change things up like like when the celebrities come in that that aren't wrestlers. Um, but notice like, we haven't I, talked about that celebrity just yet. Right. So um, with, with her, like I it. I kind of recognized her. Like obviously it has a great look, and she was pretty good on the mic. It was more like the the execution and the timing was a little bit off. Which again, I it's a first timer for sure in, in that particular thing. But if, correct me if I'm wrong. She's a cosplayer model. I think I'd seen her as like like Storm in the past. It was like a really cool cosplay. But um, I don't, you know, I don't think she is a wrestler. Correct? She, no, she is. She's trained by oh, she, QT Marshall and Heath Slater. Oh, oh she is. My mistake. Okay. Well, I got Thank you. you. I, um, I, I, I was gonna say. I, I, I thought I read that today, and I'm like, hey, what? A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Did I read that wrong? (laughs) I, uh... No, my, I apologize for that. I usually try to keep track of everybody. I, I apologize for that. Hey, but to okay. me, but to me, the time, like the lines she delivered to Cody were great. It got the pop from the or the reaction from the crowd, I should say. But the timing was like a little bit off in the delivery. And, and like I'm, I'm one to talk. You know, I, I've had 
times where I had to go in the ring and step out of that journalist capacity. And I want to respect the business. Like I, I, that was the most important thing to me was to be respectful. So to me, I think sometimes people get out there, um, which I'm worried about with like when the celebrities come in as, as we're alluding to, and they're kind of like, Hey, I'm playing wrestler and you feel it the whole time. And like, Hey, I'm going to see you Friday night. And it's not, it's not like necessarily disrespectful, but I want the the celebrities and stuff to respect it. And I worry about that. And again, it's another thing. I know I keep going back to this. I don't see the dot connect here. I don't see, oh, and his name is Shaq. Like, oh, huge reveal. Yeah, yeah. But what, like, what's Shaq's beef like with Cody? And like, we'll find out. Don't get it's, me wrong. It, so, but, it, so it's like a random connection. Uh, it's like he how do we talked know that. But no, how do we know? No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to explain it as best I can. And it's not a good answer. Is what right, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he has talked about that in interviews that he's like, I want to, you know, I've I've wanted to step in a ring for a long time and I want Cody Rhodes. He has said that multiple times, but it it never makes sense. Like, cause you think about like, okay, like Floyd Mayweather in the big show, that was heel versus face. And like Shaq is like, you know, basically a face. Oh, like yeah. people love him. Like, if it was Shaq and MJF. That makes more sense than Shaq and Cody. I don't want to see Shaq versus anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, uh, I, no, I, I agree. That's but, Shaq. but yeah, I mean, it's definitely this footage is going on Shaq Life season two. Uh, but it's like that makes more sense than him versus Cody because Cody's like a good guy. Like, I mean, I know they're like, wheels and faces don't matter in AEW. I'm like, well, it kind of does. He should be a mafia uh, guy. That's why. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, listen, they couldn't find De Niro. De Niro didn't <laughs> want to take a bump. What can I tell you? Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's very odd that it's Shaq. Because at first I'm just like, oh, shit, is this like Battle of Fale or something like I that? I thought that was like, going to be Ryback as well, to be honest. I'm oh, like, oh, but if it was Ryback, you know what? I would have reacted worse to Ryback than Shaq. Just gonna say, it. I'm gonna say it because I'm just like. Fuck I think it would be the same for me. I just I don't want either. Like I I'd rather them go completely 180 and say we said Shaq, but maybe it's the nickname for this wrestler. But here, so here's my thing about this. I, I I've thought about like for personally a Shaq versus Cody match. I will quote my best friend from when he was a child. Uh, can I have no more, please? I don't think it's happening. I think I think we're no. We're getting... I don't think it's happening either. I think he's Shaq's gonna be like, oh, you thought it was me? It's actually this guy, and like <laughs> that, you know. But... It's Marco Stunt. <laughs> I got he's the monster. <laughs> yeah, but it's. I mean, also it'd be a hell of a turn for Luchasaurus if he t- shows him. Anyway, not the point. Um, it shows that Warner Media has so that much faith in AEW that they're willing to put one of their guys in a big spot against Cody. I think that's a big thing. It's also going to, it's also going to get, and I don't, I'm not a fan of it, but it's going to get that much needed mainstream exposure for AEW. It's going to get Stephen A. Smith talking about it. It's going to get NBA people company, right? They got the rounds and Robbie, you were talking about this before. Shaq is a lifelong wrestling fan. He's been on WCW pay-per-views. He dressed up like Hulk Hogan one time. You know, he he's been in he's done stuff with WWE and WCW. Yeah, Royal Rumble this, was he not in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> oh shit, he wasn't. Yeah, Royal right. <laughs> yeah, anyway. he was. It was a few that was years ago. Year yeah, thinking of yeah, that was the year they were thinking of building to the Big Show, or the year after was the thing they were doing Big Show and Shaq. But it's. So I think he would have respect for the business. 
Fightful, I will say, on their podcast, Post Dynamite, had a great theory. What if Charles Barkley was in Shaq's corner talking shit to Shaq the entire time, saying just like, you're terrible, you're I'm terrible. <laughs> great. Man. Great. Love Come on, Charles. man. I love those guys. Those guys would put me to sleep like Thursday nights, man. I love those guys, man. <laughs> put me to sleep. They almost put me to sleep when I was waiting for late night I dynamite. Guess, I guess, shut up. But I guess we can awesome. end it off by saying like, hopefully not, and we'll see where it goes from here. Cody and Darby are teaming up together next week to face Cage and Starks. Maybe if the if that uh, if 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 Cargill's going to be out there and she does something to cost them the match against Cage and Starks, um, we'll see what happens. But next week's Starks Dynamite is... is stacked. Like we have but another I think stacked this episode. Is be, I think their match won't go to Revolution. It'll be that December second one. Yeah. So that... I don't think we're going to get a long run with this. Mm-hmm. I think this is a way to kind of usher Jade Cargill into the company in a big way. And by the way, I'm the tangent again. Um, it's great that Jade Cargill is signed to AEW, but like the women in AEW, you had a very short match this week. It was very fun. Tay Conti and Red Velvet were awesome, but you need to start signing veterans. Like you had Allison Kay there. You had Layla, Her- Layla Hirsch there. Rumors of Killer, Killer Kelly, sorry, and Lindsay Snow. Sign women who are veterans. Get them on TV. You yeah. need the women's division to do better. Like, we know the end game. At least, I think the end game is going to be Britt Baker so, and Sheeta for that title. Get women on TV. And if you're worried about them being inexperienced, sign women who are veterans. So here... And- them on TV. So I agree with that. They need to do like something. And, like, and if they, first, ladies first are always on the Bob Culture podcast. <laughs> Put them in open. And Bill if Ball, they if they do black. sign enough women, this is where I think this idea could actually do wonder. So on Instagram, Medusa put out yeah. a theory of what they should do with the second show, and I love this theory. If they got enough women, they got enough of those veterans you were talking about, enough notable names signed to the company. They can do this idea, and I'm going to read it out for you guys. This was I, I should have had the graphic put up on the screen, but I didn't. So here's her pitch for the next AW show: a two-hour all-female show, focus yes. on on women's on the women's division, focus on storytelling, storytelling. Sorry, focus on character building. Call it AEW. Have it live on Saturday nights. You know, you have to move it for pay-per-views. Uh, AEW Neon Saturday night. Perfect. Love it. Tony Schiavone on a, a post-game show said, yeah. I want that. He wanted a full dynamite dedicated to the women. Yeah. I've always I've said, put them on Mondays. Put go bring that YouTube series back on Mondays. Bring Veda Scott back as an announcer. Shaw Guerrero as the ring announcer. Have a woman as a producer. I know awesome. Yeah, she put was, uh, we, as an in-ring trainer. Medusa would be an in-ring trainer and booker. Vicky Guerrero would yeah. be a promo trainer and booker as well. Exactly, and you could build women. You could build the women there, and then move them to Dynamite when they're ready. And because AEW fans will travel to those shows, yeah, I, I think if they got enough women, I mean, they have a, a chunk of like of like young green independent women now. But you got to sign those vets, like you were saying, to get in the, the notable names in order for that show to, you know, maybe Listen, like there is a tournament happening at Synergy Wrestling, the GSI. There's a lot of great women on that show. Book them, Willow Nightingale, one of my favorites, you know, uh, Solo Darling. There are women out there that could be instant players for AEW's women's division. 
and who are still on the younger side. And there are people you could bring in, just make it happen because they are not helping themselves by putting a Tay Conti red velvet match on yeah. and half of that match is in picture in picture. Yeah. You know, and Tay Conti looked awesome. There were a lot of commercials I felt on Wednesday or yeah, last night. In I felt sec- like, especially in the second half. Yeah. There was like a lot. Scorpio, Sky and Sean Spears. There was a lot of commercials during that one. Mm-hmm. So, but hopefully they fix it. I mean, they're always with a green company like this, they're always going to, they're, you know, they're going to have their issues at first and they'll slowly work on it, which they haven't. They've, they've worked on their, whenever there has an issue, they've slowly worked it out. Like I, to me, like one thing that I get, I point out all the time that they still kind of have to work on is their transition in audio from when they do a backstage segment, you kind of get, you hear that echoey sound because it's playing in the arena for the fans that are there, but they don't have that switch that switch it to for the TV audience so they can hear what the promo is going on. And that's like a big thing for me. Like I kind of want to hear what they're, it, it kind of ruins it. If I'm hearing that big echo sound, like I can't get into the promo. So, you know, they're slowly working and adjusting those problems, which I mean, it's going to be with everything in AEW. So um, as the weeks go on, I mean, it, this company just kind of seems like they're heading in the right direction. So we'll see what happens. Oh, but... and, and please don't take my criticism oh, of no, AEW as being that I don't love AEW. It's the one wrestling show I watch a week. It's my favorite yeah, thing to watch. Doing a podcast on it, so I definitely love it. <laughs> you know, I just want to see it get better, and because yeah. I think they can get better. Oh, they have the potential know? to 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 be the big just, company, man. Just, and eventually, they do. I I've, I think I've also can convert. I've converted Rob a little bit to AEW. I I wore him down just a little bit. I I think what converted me. I mean, definitely you, Bill. There's no denying. I, I've tried. That, but, I've tried so hard. <laughs> it's the it's the opportunity. It's it's the opportunity for the younger talents. It's the opportunity for a lot of our friends, as we've seen recently in yeah. the Northeast. And it, it's great, man. It's it's opportunity. It, it's job. It puts food on the table for some of our friends, man. And they listen to the fans. You know, there's. That's something I've always noticed about AEW, man. It's it just just that environment. You know, when we went to that show in, in Philly, um, I think it was like the second Philly show they had yeah, there. And, and, you and were, Cody, you were there. Tearing, I was on vacation. Yeah, they were tearing <laughs> down. I was so the, pissed. I'm like, why did I have to go to Disney? I could have gone to AEW. They were tearing down the set. And, uh, you know, Cody stayed while they were tearing down the set just to shake everyone's hand. Thank you. Take pictures with every single person because he carries that company on his back. And I could just see. You know, just like the camera shots to the fans, you know, the way their social media is, man. Um, you know, like Cody, you know, this isn't like a pop. It, like Cody likes my stuff. You know, I said, you know, Sonny Kiss versus Cody's going to be a show stealer. Like, you know, I, I thank Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes for like all the opportunity for these same, indie towns same. that we love so much and like from Cody. Like, uh, if anything, it makes you feel more connected to the product. It, it makes you feel like they're listening, even if you didn't even look at it and just yeah. went, but, they are like, really a fan my, my, fan oriented company, and they that truly does when they say they care about the fans, they care about the fans. Tony listens to the feedback and the criticism, and he so he takes that like, okay, like the fans don't like this. What can and he goes to his probably his team? Okay, what can we do to change this? Because you know it's not resonating with our fans. They don't just go oh fuck the fans. We're gonna stick with this because we want to stick with this. So uh, I yeah. really do appreciate that about this company. And right now is a perfect time to get on board this company because it's so new. Like, you want to be the ones to say, like, you started watching this company when it first started. I couldn't say that with WWE. I couldn't say that when with WCW because I started watching wrestling in 2001 when WCW died. Like, I, I was oh, – You missed so I missed much some eras, that, right? But now with AEW, I'm here to, at the beginning at a perfect age, at a perfect time. So, like, it right now is the perfect time to jump on board 
with AEW because this company has the potential to take off and be a giant global company like a New Japan or like a WWE. So they have the tools. Eventually, they will hopefully get there. It's just, you know, I know they're only a year in. Takes time with these things, so it's it's. I've done. I love the what they've done so far. It's it's amazing. Absolutely, and they're make as we've been talking about this whole podcast. They're making moves right now. The video game, the title match on TV. Um, you know, returning Literally five T-shirts were made just from stuff we said from this podcast. Uh, and, and Tony Khan, you know that big. Um, you know, I'm not sure if the show necessarily lived up to the hype, but he he said like, hey, to watch tonight. It was a really good show. I love I love the main event. Um, just a couple the, the real quick, did, quick. The tweet did did hurt the show a little bit for me. Yeah, it did a little bit. But when I go back to it, thinking about it, like divorcing myself from that tweet, I'm like, oh, this this did accomplish what they really wanted to. Yeah, but you got to be careful. Like Tony Khan, Tony Khan's an excitable dude. If you ever listen to him, and yeah. he's just like, it's going to be great. And you're like, okay, no, it didn't shift the wrestling world. It shifted stuff in AEW. It didn't shift the wrestling world. So yeah. let's temper that a little bit because. AW's fan base, in my opinion, I know I'm probably running along with this all, whole thing, but it's like we want so many things because remember, they said the bridges are down. So who are they going to work with? Did, did Tony Khan buy the NWA from Billy Corrigan? Did, are we working with New Japan? Like, is, is Ethan Page and Josh Alexander going to show up? Like, all these things are possible. And he when you say stuff like that, we're like, yeah, we're, we're, no, dude, Impact just, Anthem just laid off. Hey, the cons off, have like, a lot of money, man. They, 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 they just uh, laid off a whole bunch of good people from that yeah. company today. So, unfortunately. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, from uh, from Axis. Unfortunately, they're great publicists. Unfortunately, got the axe today. But um, Sean, uh, Sean Graven, who helped us out with both WOW and Impact. Uh, so, you know, Sean Graven, great guy. Uh, Graven probably is his name. But yeah, it's just you know, like what are we gonna see next? And when you when it's when it's pack and when it's some other stuff, you're just like, oh, that wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. But when you look at it from the micro level, like when you zoom in, that accomplished. This is a better first chapter than maybe you got overhyped the, for the season premiere. <laughs> no, but I think like yeah. when you look at it, when you divorce it from that hype, yeah, and you're looking. Where are we going story-wise? Because you got to look at AEW. Like after every pay-per-view, it's like, okay, here's the new chapter, here's the new story. I can appreciate that. I, they, they, like, they, oh, they, they've been doing that this right. This is going to a place. Yeah. And now we're going to have that December second show is going to be their big show. That'll be a midway point between till to Revolution, and it'll be like, okay, now we're going to build to that, and that show will get us to the next show. That'll get us to Revolution. That's where we're going to be at. So that's going to be pretty cool. So I, I like that facet of AEW where it's not just like hey remember this match you saw on pay-per-view we're going to run it back seven more times and then we're going to do it on a pay-per-view again and it's yeah. like all right well that's not special now we're going to have a pay-per-view the week after we have this pay-per-view yeah <laughs> and have half this of the same matches you just seen <laughs> at least at least we have nxt that's all i'm saying yeah i'm even then i'm 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 i still think they watered down a little bit they I mean, I gotta, I gotta put, I gotta put Rob over a little bit. He loves yeah. NXT. So. I know, I know, Rob, but I, it, I feel it, like it's, it it's, hasn't been the same. No, ever been since the same. they moved to the network, it was like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's lost <laughs> a little bit of that touch. It's yeah, the Gargano heel turn. I won't start the rant, but it, it I don't Bro, get. It. It, was a, you know, it was, I know, it was a rough night for the Garganos last week. Anywho, guys, 
I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, enough AEW talk for one night. <laughs> I'll definitely have you guys back again could, to talk some AEW. Talk this was, this was amazing. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about for like hours on end. But we got to end it for our listeners out there. So thank you guys. If you did tune in live tonight on whether it be YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, Facebook, wherever you're tuning in live. Thank you very much. If you're watching back on YouTube, thank you very much for watching back. If you're downloading the episode, thank you very much. Whether you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcast and you're getting a No Holds Barred Network, thank you for listening in to the All Elite Podcast. If you're on the Apple Podcast side of things, make sure you leave us a nice comment and a nice generous five-star rating. Helps us with the charitable side of things. Thank you very much to all those who have so far. I do go out and read them all. Thank you very much. And... Um, before we let these two guys give them give their shameless plugs, I'm going to plug our own show here. Make sure you guys are following us on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at All Elite Pod. Make sure you're following the correct one. There's the logo for you as a reference. There, uh, there is a couple jobbers out there that like to use our logo, so uh, just make sure you're following the right All Elite Podcast there. So thank you very much to all our followers what that are currently following us now and continue to follow us uh, as we go along here. So uh, I'm going to let uh, Bob do himself first. So, Bob, give yourself your shameless plug to end the show off and where can everybody follow you? Oh, I do like those shameless plugs, man. And thank you again for having me, Tiff. All the love. We're sending all the love to you. And Kyle. Everyone, you, 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 still got heat. you still got heat with Tiff no matter what you say. No, I mean, story of my life. But basically, you can check out the Bob Culture Podcast. You can get that great sticker, the great T-shirts uh, over at uh, tpublic.com. Just look for Bob Culture Podcast merch. Uh, I appreciate everyone buying the shirts. It's awesome, really good. We also have Lay Editor-in-Chief shirts available uh, from our, our good brother, you know, hashtag Dad Instincts, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Lay Editor-in-Chief from thepopbreak.com. We'll let him talk about that. But you can check out the Bob Culture Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, all that good stuff, uh, you know, everything's going great. We have a Twitch channel now. Let's take it off. We have interviews with the likes of Jake the Snake Roberts, Jim Ross, Velvet Sky, Summer Ray, Tommy Dreamer. The list goes on and on. Uh, we even had a Ghostbuster on the show, Mr. Ernie Hudson, which was just amazing. So thank you guys for listening. And, and you know, like I always say, stay safe, everyone. All right, Bill, take it away, son. <laughs> All right, I got a lot of stuff the plug first off if you want to follow me on twitter where i just basically talk about wrestling or scream about the presidential election yeah by voting for joe biden <laughs> if anyone's wrong uh follow me at bodkin writes w-r-i-t-e-s of course every day check out thepopbreak.com hey pop break that's an interesting name yes i named it after the movie point break and yes i did tell keanu reeves about it when i met him one time uh, we have been around for 11 years. We are covering film. We are covering television. We're covering music. We're covering comic books, pro wrestling, digital trends, all sorts of great stuff. What have we covered on the site? <laughs> covered a lot of stuff, guys. We've you know we've covered everyone from Pink and Justin Timberlake at Madison Square Garden to Taylor Swift at MetLife Stadium to the locals in Asbury Park, New Jersey. We're covering everything in the world of music. You want to talk about movie reviews and interviews? Of course, we've interviewed Matthew McConaughey, Oscar winner, an Oscar winner himself, Taika Waititi, Kevin Smith, uh, the cast members of The Walking Dead, and yours truly has interviewed Chris Jericho twice for wrestling and actually for music twice. Actually, um, the second one is a wonder, the, my favorite interview of all time. Of course, in the world of wrestling, we have covered WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, MLW, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Um, and we have had the inter the pleasure, since we're talking on an AEW podcast, talking to Cody Rhodes multiple times, as well as Mr. Joe Janela, who uh, 
I have met multiple times at GCW and did a shot with him in a bar one time. We talked about how David Arquette almost died in Los Angeles the day after it happened. Um, But yes, check us out on Twitter at popbreak.com forward slash popbreak.com. All those are all spelled out. Um, uh, And at the popbreak on Instagram. Uh, I am also the co-host. I am the host of the socially distanced podcast, which airs every single Friday on Spotify, Anchor, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Also check out Pop Break TV on those same platforms. Yeah, take a breath. <laughs> and one time I promoted a show. One time I promoted a show that had Jay Lethal in the main event of a TLC match, and I told him about it, and he laughed his ass off about it. Well, there you go. Uh, so yes, I have been around the block. Yeah, officially... we love those name drops. Can you tell we love name drops? Yeah, that, that's officially oh, the if longest. You want to talk about the time I got in trouble uh, interviewing Apollo Crews, and we started talking about Mr. Hughes, and a WWE representative said, "Please stop talking about Mr. Hughes," in the middle of the interview. That definitely happened. It's officially the longest like shameless plug I've ever <laughs> given this. Song. It's Brother, great. When it's you've amazing. Been the block as long as I have, you have a I'm just lot doing to a, talk. Just do an episode on shameless plugs. <laughs> Uh, anyways guys that's gonna wrap it up here for the Ollie podcast right here in the No Holds Bar Network your source for all wrestling podcast content and more I'm your host as, host as always thank you to my two co-hosts today for joining me for this episode really appreciate you guys and uh, definitely gonna do this sometime soon again this was awesome so guys ladies and gentlemen we're gonna bid you adieu good night Mwah, bang and oh god I almost <laughs> A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com.